everyone. I'm John Marvin, your host of Insight, a podcast series dedicated to learning about the challenges and opportunities in the optical and optometric industry. Welcome to another episode of Insight. Today we have a very special guest, Mr. Steve Poley with iCare Pro. Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you, John. It's good to be here. Well, great. Well, iCare Pro is an organization, uh, company, I guess, that is involved in the uh, web hosting and uh, website management, I guess you would say. Um, but before we get into that, I really want to hear a little bit about your background. Uh, you and I have known each other for a while, and I've found it really interesting, um, Some that, that how you got into this business, but kind of what your life was before this. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have been a long and rich life, but uh, I started out, I have an MBA from Northwestern, and I specialize in marketing because... I felt that was the best marketing school in the country, and I got there from a little place in Orlando, Florida. So P&G hired me immediately out of Northwestern, and I began working on consumer package goods in their health and beauty aids business, uh, and I helped run a $100 million uh, health and beauty aids business for, for P&G. And then it's Procter and Gamble. Uh, I'm correct? sorry. Yes, yeah. for Procter and Gamble. Uh, done television advertising on Madison Avenue. I'm not quite old enough to be in the Mad Men episodes, but I knew some of the same people. <laughs> A lot of experience there. Um, and I was hired away from P&G by Coca-Cola, and I helped run some other hundred million dollar businesses for their uh, foods division here in Houston, which is where the first time I met you. Uh, I think it was at one of those uh, late-night rendezvous when President Bush was still running around <laughs> in Houston. Could have been. Could have been. Could've of course, been. we don't need to go into that to a great degree. <laughs> so uh, I, I worked for Coca-Cola for 10 years and, uh, um, and then found a way to – I've always been in the business of helping acquire customers and selling things. And I just really like to do that. So whether it's, it's uh, health and beauty aids or – or beverages, or uh, the next one that I got into was Miller Beer. And we ran a small uh, 50 million case beer distributorship and uh, did very well for 10 years and and uh, loved the business. And uh, uh, I thought it was really nice. Uh, we did sell the business and I got a call from the president of Shell Oil Company. And he said, hey, we're starting up a new business in electricity. Why don't you come down and talk to me? And uh, we helped start the electricity business uh, for Shell when it got involved with it and acquired half a million customers for Shell. And uh, in the electricity business, it's, it's really pretty exciting. And, uh, uh, and then I went into my own businesses and got involved with the Internet, which was fascinating for me. And uh, I got involved in Internet service providing and then some uh, video businesses, um, one of my favorite things was I got into a, a business in video hosting and a little company called YouTube was just skyrocketing at the moment. And I said, no, I need to get out of their way. <laughs> I think they're, they're going to dominate this. So uh, I, I eventually wound up um, having bought and sold several companies. Uh, I went to book an eye exam and I called and I found it extremely difficult to get a time. And in fact, it was so difficult, I said, I think I could do this better. 
And then I went and got my eye exam and I got the bill and I said, I know I can do this better. And I started a, a business helping doctors book patients and the uh, care Pro acquired those business. And now I'm part of the care Pro organization. Now, I remember, I gosh, it's got to be probably 15 years ago that you were with a group of people. Uh, Steve Cohn, I think, was with that group. Scott Cohn. Scott yeah. Cohn. Uh, yeah. Scott Cohn. And uh, you were developing phone apps, iPhone apps. Yes. Or, or yes. Android apps. So what what happened there? Uh, I was bored one evening, and I started to learn how to program an iPhone. <laughs> and we were building iPhone apps, and we built a couple of games, and uh, a game for uh, Scramble Squares. It's a toy company on the West Coast. And, and I believe you came to me and said, hey, I'd like to build an app for, for TSO. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked you, what did you want it to do? And you said, well, I want my patients to be able to pull up TSO on an app. And uh, at the time, I didn't think that was the right thing. I didn't think you'd get much value out of it. We, we talked about the project, but it, it really didn't go anywhere. The iPhone at that time was... This was like 07, 08. Uh, iPhone came out in 07. And uh, people were just not using the iPhone like they are today. Uh, it would have been a bad investment. Yeah, I guess that, that's probably about 10 years ago that we, yeah, 10 12. or 11, somewhere in there. It was good. Um, and so then um, you and I talked a little bit about the, the, the Internet, the website business that you referenced earlier. And um, that was an interesting concept that you were pursuing, but that kind of led you to working with iCare Pro, I guess. Yes. I started a business called Bid My Glasses. And the idea was that the doctors have unsold exams. And how can we capitalize on the web and the e-commerce part of the web that was growing? And we, I actually had acquired customers who allowed me to sell their unsold inventory, uh, much like Priceline. And we sold the eye exams for the doctors, at a, a, and the patients bought the eye exams at a discount, knowing that they had to, no refunds, no show, no refunds. So the patient showed up for the exams, they got a savings, and the doctor filled an un, un, unbooked spot. Um, it was a nice place, but it was it was ahead of its time because it needed online scheduling, which is how we got involved. That's right. We began to overhaul our website, Texas State Optical's website. I believe it was in 15. Yes. And um, I had been in conversation with you about a variety of things. We've just always enjoyed visiting about the industry and, and the potential of things. And I asked you to get involved with helping us overhaul our website. Yes. And because we've been working with iCare Pro for quite a while, uh, that involved introducing you to Daniel Rothstein, who owns iCare Pro. And so tell us a little bit about how that all came together for you. Well, one of the things we talked about for the TSO.com website is that we needed to make it different. And the very first thing we did was we actually brought live online scheduling to TSO.com. And it was a particular feat that, that I take great satisfaction in, in kind of bringing it together. So we were able to connect your office calendars to TSO.com 
so that a patient anywhere in Texas could look up a TSO office and actually see the available exams online for the next 28 days. And and it turned out to be a very powerful tool to bring traffic to TSO.com. Then we took that online scheduler and expanded it to the local websites where iCare Pro was hosting those. And then we became a good working relationship with iCare Pro. And eventually it was, we, we merged my business with iCare Pro and that's where I am today. Well, I, for one, having uh, worked with iCare Pro, as I mentioned, a number of years, I'm glad to have you partnering with them. Uh, it's been a, a great partnership with iCare Pro over the years, but working with you and some of your ideas has just really uh, taken, how they say, to the next level, so to speak. But <laughs> well, it's very exciting. It is. It is very exciting. And uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But uh, right now, we'll take a quick break. We're going to be right back. We're talking with Steve Poley with iCare Pro, and we'll be right back. America, let me tell you about Sergeant Greg Anderson. Served two tours in Afghanistan, Bronze Star and Purple Heart recipient, and unemployed. The unemployment rate among transitioning service members is unacceptably high, much higher than the general population. Veterans are a proven commodity. They're mature, reliable, and hardworking. They deserve a chance to get back to work after serving their country. Do you really want to honor a veteran? Hire one. Welcome back. We're talking with Steve Poley on the podcast Insight. Steve is a principal in iCare Pro. It's a company that um, I believe is a virtual company. Isn't that right, Steve? Yes, we are completely virtual. No offices. That That is amazing. I mean, but I guess we understand that that goes on, but you just don't you don't think of it as large as it is, because how many people work with iCare Pro? Uh, Sixty people work, and, and from uh, completely around the globe, so we can actually run things twenty four seven. That that is fascinating. I, I'm sure it has its own challenges, but uh, it is Never fascinating. Sleeping is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not sleeping. Um, well, like I said, we we started working with them a few years back, and when we started to overhaul our website, it was really important that we look at our website differently. Up until that time, my view was is that this, again, this was probably 2015, 2014, we started, um, especially in our industry, doctors had a tendency to look at a website like an online brochure yes, and filled with lots and lots of information and um, and thought that that was enough to, to oh, be able to, I, to I be successful. And, and one of the first things we did was we got rid of all the stock photography <laughs> and uh, we zeroed in on what the patient was really interested in. And I think the one of the things you and I developed was this, the what is the patient doing when they're looking for eye care? And I think we, over the past four years, we came to the point a patient wants to see three things right away. Matter of fact, within 20 seconds, they want to know, where are you? Where's the TSO? Who are you? And then where's your phone number? And the amazing thing is a lot of older websites and other providers just take the phone number as an afterthought. Well, it's in the footer. 
Oh, you can see it at the bottom of the page. Nobody wants to look at the bottom of the page. They want to look at that page. Well, we know from our own technical information that a, a person will look t 20 seconds and, and they'll decide to stay or leave. So you have 20 seconds to make an impression. And they want to know immediately, where are you? Are you near my work? Or are you near my home? Or are you near a school? And if you're not anywhere close to where I live, I'm not interested. So as soon as I know your location, I want to know something very quick about you. Are you, how, are you the kind of doctor I would go? Is you're the office that would show me, uh, showing me that it's what I'm looking for? And they're particularly looking for the, your inventory, how many eyeglasses are on stock? Is it a nice, clean, inviting place to be? And then they just want to call, click the call. That's the whole visit. Well, there's been a lot of talk about online uh, scheduling with yes. a capability much like OpenTable. Yes. Some people are familiar with that, where you can go in, find a time you want, book it, and not have to deal with any, any really anything else after that. But um, Well, I think one of the interesting things in the twist that TSO has, if you look at a lot of online schedulers, you'll see that the... The online scheduler is set up by the doctor for the doctor. And here's what I mean. Okay, well, you want to see my exam. So first, tell me your name and address. And then, and then tell me what kind of insurance you have. And then, and then I'll, I'll show you, tell me what kind of exam you want. And then I'll show you my exam times. And one of the things that TSO does differently is we show the exam times right up front. If you're looking for a 2.30 appointment on Friday, you can see it right, right away. And then we ask you for your name and to sign up and request the appointment. So it's a real patient perspective. But out of um, 100 interactions with the website, uh, an amazingly large number of them still make a phone call. Actually, it's about 90% of the patients choose to call first. And there's a very interesting reason why. Over 60% of the traffic or the people that are looking for vision care are now looking on a mobile phone. That mobile phone screen is very small. And if you start asking somebody to type in a bunch of information in a form before you show them the available times, they quit. They go away. They bounce away. What they really want to see is, I like the place. You're really convenient. You got something on Friday afternoon. Click the call. And that's 90% of the engagement. That's something I think is still probably unappreciated. Um, I spend a lot of time, as I'm sure you do, looking at different websites for small business, mm -hmm. doctors, and so forth. And there still seems to be this kind of emphasis on uh, lots of information. And um, I find it interesting because one of the things early on, um, I had a doctor contact me and um, was very upset that his website was not appearing in the high rankings on a Google search. And um, that, that seems to, certainly at that time, was the kind of the, the gold standard, the way we measured whether or not you were internet savvy is how, how high you were on the rankings. And I said, well, let me look into it. And I did a couple of searches, and sure enough, he wasn't appearing. So then I got his website out, and I started reading it. And the first page was a lengthy text on Art Deco architecture 
because the office was Art Deco, and he was very proud of that, and rightly so. But he had spent all this time describing the architecture and the year it was built and the influences and so forth. So just for grins, I searched Art Deco, and, and um, it pops up. High on the list, number one on the list. So being very careful about how you present yourself can uh, have unintended consequences. Well, I think there's a big evolution coming in in the web search now because because Google's just getting really, really smart. A, a few years ago, not many years ago, maybe just even two years ago, you could improve your page rank by seeding the page with a bunch of keywords. So eye exam, eye doctor, and then some more repeat eye exam a couple times. Mm -hmm. And Google would simply count the number of times eye exams on the page. Obviously, your page is about eye exams, and you would rank very high for eye exams. And that was search engine optimization a few years ago. So here's what's happening to Google now. They, they, they figured out that we figured out that if you put eye exam on the page a bunch of times, you're, you're going to rank really high. So Google said, eh, we want a little bit more out of you now. So Google has decided we know more about you, so we're going to match you up with the best selection, the highest page rank for your particular situation. So let's start with what Google knows about you. They know where you are. And they will say, okay, if you're looking for an eye doctor, they're not going to show somebody in Chicago if you're in Houston, Texas. So they're going to, without you asking, present high-ranking web pages for an eye doctor near you. Now, patients got smarter and they no longer really type anything anymore. They simply pick up their phone and say, Google eye doctor near me, which is now one of the fastest growing, highest traffic terms for vision care. And simply a patient asking for eye doctor near me. And let me tell you why that works today. Because Google knows who you are, where you are, where near you means, and, and they'll start to present eye doctors that are relevant to your search. And they know your past search history, so they'll match providers up with you even better. What role do uh, reviews play now in the whole Google search world? Google has decided that their customers, remember the people searching, ought to be served up with credible information. And that when they provide their customer information, they want it to be the best possible. So Google now incorporates a reputational score in your page rank. And if your Google review score, oh, reputational score means Google reviews. And if your Google reviews are three stars and less, Google says, you know what, I'm not so sure I want to show my customer this doctor. If your Google reputation score is four and a half, five stars, you got 100 reviews, all of a sudden Google's saying, wow, this is a pretty reputable organization. I'm going to rank them high on the list. I also will consider how close they are to you, meaning I, doctor, dear me, and I will consider the traffic to that site. Has it been high and growing? And I will also consider when people went to that site, how engaged were they? So Google knows all this information about you now, and they will decide whom they present to their customers for the best satisfaction of the person searching for vision care. So if I'm an eye doctor and I want to uh, be more relevant and be 
offered to Google's customers more often. Uh, what advice do you have for me? What should I be doing? Um, I, I think that you have to be real about serving the patients. And, and that means that when somebody gives a review, you need to respond to that review, even if it's a polite thank you for such a good review. And if it's a bad review, you should answer it because Google gives you some credit for answering difficult reviews. And we all know there are some difficult patients, no matter who you are or how good you serve them. The, the other thing is you need to think about what's actually happening on your website. Is it engaging? Is it relevant? Are people finding information about vision care? If you're presenting information about your decorations or the chandelier, they're not interested. They want to know your inventory and how what you're going to do for them. This is all interesting. We've got a lot more questions to get to. Uh, we're going to take another quick break right now. We're talking with Steve Poley with iCare Pro, and we'll be right back. Optometry Giving Sight is a global charity that funds the establishment of sustainable eye and vision care services so people in underserved communities can help themselves. It's more than just giving sight. It's about transforming lives. By donating, you'll provide funding to train and educate people to become practicing optometrists, as well as establish clinics and vision centers that provide local employment and access to affordable services. Optometry Giving Sight, transforming lives through the gift of vision. Welcome back. This is John Marvin, and I'm talking with Steve Poley with iCare Pro. We had just talked a little bit about uh, Google reviews and, uh, and how a doctor can to help his office um, rank higher in the search ratings um, by using reviews. A question I'm sure you get all the time, at least I do, and that is, how do you get rid of bad reviews? I mean, there's this desire to want to <laughs> go don't. out and just, and <laughs> how don't. do you do that? You have to answer a bad review. You can't let a bad review stand. And it, and if the Google sees you're responding to it, they'll know that that you care about your patients. Uh, the, the review... Um, the answer just needs to be tight, clear, uh, generally invite them to call you and to work out the difference. So you, you got to answer a bad review. The other part is you really need to have a hundred more good reviews. That bad review will go down. Uh, Google puts a lot on your most, a lot of value on the currency or the how, 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 how relevant your review is and how current it is. That bad review will go away. Now, if I've worked hard and I've got 120 reviews and I've got a four rating or higher, and then I have someone who really gets upset and gives me a one, what does that do to my four rating? It depends on how how recent it is. A recently bad review has a more more impact on your reputational score than an older bad review. You just need to keep getting other good reviews to pile on top of it, push it down the stack. Okay, and then um, another big change that's occurred, I don't know if that's a change, but a big change that occurred last year was with uh, Google My Business. Can you tell us what happened wow. there? Wow. Google My Business is just uh, the best thing an eye doctor can become involved with. It's the, Google's standing up and giving you a one-third page free ad. Free. They're not charging you a click. They're giving you a free one. And, and we know that the TSO offices are seeing averagely 15,000 views a month. 
from this this free ad that Google's providing. And one of the things that 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 works for an eye doctor is they'll give it to you if you'll work with them. But you've got a job seeing patients. And one of the things that iCarePro does is we help you administer those pages. The more you administer the pages, the more you, you keep it up, the more you add current content, the more you keep it relevant, the more Google will show you uh, your page at the top of the stack. And, and when somebody's willing to give you a free one-third page ad for just keeping the content current, it's a great offer. And we found out it's good for DSO. This um, people searching online for services has radically changed the way that eye doctors connect with their community. Um, you made a comment at one point to me that it really has become the new yellow pages. And I think some in the audience might remember those <laughs> days where we, we sweat over what kind of coupon to put in the back of a yellow pages. Uh, are you able to kind of just give me a, give me an impact of what the internet has done for services like eye doctors? Wow. I, I know that the patient is now saying very casually, Google eye doctor near me. And Google figures out all the location, and then they figure out the reputational scores, and they figure out the most engaging content. And Google shows their customers what they believe is the best choice. And they're doing that with a lot of artificial intelligence now. So they're, they're, the answer for you might be different for the answer for me, even though we may be in the same community. So one of the things that, that in that whole website, the digital presence, you need to manage a lot more than just your web page. Uh, Google's Google My Business panel, if you'll see up in the top corner, there are pictures. And Google knows that people searching for a service want to see real pictures. That what does your office look like? How much inventory can they see? Do you have ample displays for them to choose from? So those pictures become very important for their selecting uh, patients for frisian care. And then they show a map because Google knows that, that they people want to see an eye doctor near them. And then you'll see right at the top at that big phone number, click to call. They don't fill out forms. What they want to do is, are you near me? Do you have a good-looking office? Are you a reputable doctor? Push the button to call, and that's the choice they're making. You know, it's interesting because it used to be this gold standard was uh, the referral of a friend or a family member when you go to pick an eye doctor. And I'm seeing that change because a lot of times friend and family members have different criteria and Google has gotten to know us better than sometimes our friends and family members and they've become a more reliable uh, resource for us to, to find services like this. Patients are really busy today. They've just got a busy, busy life. And if, if you see a working mom on her cell phone in the middle of her our employed office, and she's looking for an eye doctor because she has to get an eye exam for somebody in her family. It's really close to home, good-looking office, click the call. Now, I will tell you something interesting. We do a lot of work to put your merchandise and your insurance, the, the, the kinds of insurances that the TSO doctors take. It's a lot of work to put it on the web. It's very, very important. But I will tell you, the patient will not look it up on the web. 
The bot looks it up on the web. It needs to be there for the bots. But for the patient, they'll wait on the phone and ask the, the operator, do you take my VSB insurance? And because it's their, the patient's convenience. Where are you? Who are you? Where's your phone number? So um, a lot's changed since 2015 when we first started doing this. I thought we were building a website that would last us a long time. And, and we already now are in the middle of discussions about how to upgrade and improve and make more convenient. Where do you see this whole you, – you made a comment about – uh, being involved in the internet is no longer just about a web page. So where do you see this all going in the next five years? Well, uh, first let me tell you what we did in this this last year. We are gone well beyond managing just the website. We managed the Google My Business panel. We managed the web the web citations, all the directories that are that are all over the web. We're helping manage with the reviews that that your digital presence online is so much more than just a web page, and, and Google considers it all when they choose to share you first or second or third with the patient. But as important as the web page is, I, I will tell you that my favorite sports quote is, you know, the how to win the game from Gretzky, you, you go to where the puck's going to be. <laughs> well, the puck's going to be with voice search and patients are just going to not even look at the web pages. They're, they're just going to say, I doctor near me. The bots are going to give them the best choice. They're going to push the button to call if Google doesn't even make the appointment for them. So it'll be important to have all this information to feed the bot to make sure that we show up to, on top. So things like Siri and Alexa and things like that are going to be more and more involved in searching for eye doctors? Yes, because the patient just wants convenience. It's just, just get this done for me. And I, I think that that we need to be more aware of feeding the bots with something called structured data, but we, we need to feed the bots so that when the bot helps Google's customers make the best choices, we're on top. And it takes a lot of work to make it look easy. How has iCare Pro going to evolve into this? Oh, we're already working on voice search. We're working on structured data. We're working on speeding up the web pages. You know, Google says, you know, I'm not waiting for you. You have a slow web page on a mobile network. They, they, they've forgotten you. How fast does a page need to load? Uh, two seconds. Now, a lot of web pages don't load in four or six seconds. You got to consider by about 10 seconds, the patients decided whether they're going to leave or stay. So if you spend six seconds downloading a page, you're killing yourself. Uh, our pages are now loading... Um, 50% faster than we did four years ago. And with our accelerated mobile page program, we're going to get that down to almost one second to load. That's amazing. Well, I know we're out of time. Uh, there's a whole lot of stuff we didn't get to. Uh, I hope you'll come back and we can do another program and uh, dig a little deeper into some of these areas. It's just exciting to be in this area. I, I love acquiring patients. I love selling things. And uh, patients really like what we're doing for you. Well, that's great. Well, thank you very much for, if, um, for being on the program today. If people want to get a hold of you, uh, what's an email address they can use? Uh, Steve.poli at iCarePro.net or just go to iCarePro.net and uh, click on the customer link and they'll connect you right up with me. Great. Thank you, Steve. And again, we will have him back and we'll, we'll dig a little deeper into this because for some reason, I don't think this internet thing is going away. <laughs>
All it's right. great. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Insight. Well, that's all for today's show. This is John Marvin, and we want to thank you for listening.